0: Hello and welcome to this week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dalman. Today I am once again joined by Sharon Day. Sharon is the Director of Financial and Management Services for the County. Welcome, Sharon.
1: Thank you, and thanks for having me.
0: Glad to have you back. A couple of things have happened since you were on, or at least one for sure. Yes. You were promoted. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. And that budget we talked about passed.
1: Yes. Yes. Always a good thing.
0: You're back.
1: It's that time of year.
0: So let's walk through the budgeting process. How does it work?
1: Well, the budget is really a year-round process. Uh, It starts in the fall Mm -hmm. with our Capital Improvements Program, also known as our CIP. Our CIP requests from our departments are typically due in November. Also in the fall, we launch our requests for personnel, and those submissions are due in December. Okay. The remaining requests from our departments and our outside agencies are typically due in mid-January. So as you can see, our departments and our agencies are not only busy doing their day-to-day duties, but they're also meeting and gathering information for next year's budget. Right. So once our submissions come in, uh, Finance works with our planning department on the capital improvement requests, and we work with human resources on the personnel request. We also have various meetings with our departments to review, ask questions, and discuss their budget submissions. We do various revenue forecasts, part of which comes from our departments as well. Mm -hmm. And we're also monitoring what's happening at the state level and at the state's budget, particularly looking for impacts on local governments. For example, any changes to existing mandates or any new mandates. And then from the information that we've received, as well as our own data analytics and trend analysis, we in finance prepare revenue estimates for the next year. And then based on the strategic plan and the priorities of the Board of Supervisors, as well as direction from county administrator, we begin the process of balancing the budget.
0: All right. So I know that with the budget, we have a biennial budget. So it's every two years, correct? correct? Yes. How does that work? Why do we do that?
1: Well, there's really two primary reasons. The first one is it's just a valuable planning tool. Okay. So it allows us to budget for the coming year with some insight on what's coming in the pipeline in the 24, 12 to 24 months time period. The other reason is the state has a two-year budget. Okay. So that brings some alignment between what we're doing on the local level and what's happening at the state level.
0: Okay. Well, that makes sense. So how is the county funded? Where do we get the money to operate services?
1: The vast majority of our budget is locally funded, so about 87%. That includes items such as real estate taxes, personal property taxes, uh, your sales tax, licenses, permits, and any fees, for example, that we may charge to support some of our programs, such as those in parks and recreation. Okay. The remaining 13% comes from the state, primarily in the form of sales tax for education, which we pass along 100% to the school division. And also the Personal Property Tax Relief Act, uh, more commonly referred to as the car tax reimbursement. Mm -hmm. And then we also receive support from the state for our five constitutional officers.
0: All right. What would you say are the top expenses for the county?
1: By far, the single largest allocation of the county's budget goes to the joint school system. About 53 percent, so a little more than half. Uh, The next largest portion goes to public safety, and that would include the police as well as fire life and safety. Mm -hmm. Those two areas combined comprise over two-thirds of the budget. Wow. Yes. And so the remaining one-third funds all of the other county departments and also all of the county's capital needs and any debt payments on outstanding debt for past capital projects.
0: Okay. Now, you had mentioned that the schools are joint-funded between James City County and the City of Williamsburg. How does that work?
1: There's a contract. There's a contract between James City County, uh, the City of Williamsburg, and the school system. And that outlines the process for the sharing of the expenses for the operation of the joint system. The allocation is primarily based on annual enrollment counts. And so in other words, it's based on the percentage of county students compared to city students as a proportion of the overall enrollment every year. Okay.
0: That makes sense. So you had mentioned a few times capital spending, and I'm thinking that our listeners may not fully understand the difference between capital spending and general spending. Mm -hmm. What is capital spending? So capital
1: spending here at, at James City County is really divided into two components. The first one is what we consider maintenance and replacement, Um, and so that is to replace or maintain our existing equipment and infrastructure. Okay. The second half of capital spending is for new equipment and infrastructure. The funding for both types primarily comes from the general fund, transfers from our general fund, as well as any grants and the issuance of debt.
0: Okay. Now, is there a price level? For example, if a chair broke, would it the replacement or repair of a chair come from capital?
1: That's a great question. We get that all the time. And yes, typically it's items that are higher dollar value. Okay. So we're looking usually at $50,000 or above. Okay. We're also looking at the useful life of the project, typically something more long-term in nature. It's going to exist greater than a year. Okay. Um, typically 10 years is what we use. Uh, and again, these are all guidelines, but for the most part, these are the considerations we look at. Capital expenditures also tend to be significant and infrequent. So items such as building a new fire station or adding onto an existing building, whereas your operational expenditures are routine, they're ongoing, they tend to be more annual in nature. Okay. Okay.
0: So when do you expect the proposed budget to be released? We're in December now, so I know it's not next month, but (laughs) when do we expect that?
1: The county administrator releases his proposed budget on March the 27th. Okay. Um, there'll be a lot of opportunities for the citizens to provide input before that time, as well as after that time. The first opportunity is our what we call our pre-budget public hearing. Mm-hmm. That's on January the 14th. We also have several meetings scheduled with the Planning Commission during the months of February and March. And the purpose of those meetings are to review those capital project requests that we were talking about a few minutes ago. Mm -hmm. And then also after March 27th, after the the proposed budget has been released, it will be available on the county's website. And then we'll have a series of additional meetings to really take a deeper dive into the details of that budget. Those meetings include typically a podcast, like we're doing now. Also a neighborhood forum, at least one, if not two. Another public hearing where the citizens can speak, and then several work sessions. And those topics tend to vary just depending on what the board wants more information on, what the citizens want to hear more information on, perhaps if there's any new initiatives, such mm-hmm. as recycling, which mm-hmm. was something we had this past budget cycle. Right. All of the details, the locations, the times and the dates, all of that information is available on the county's website. And the regular meetings are at 5, the work sessions are at 4, and all meetings are typically held Building F at the Government Center Complex.
0: Okay. And I know that whenever the budget is released, we send out, or the proposed budget, we send out news release, we put it on social media. Correct. And when we post the budget on the website, it is the entire line-by-line proposed budget, correct?
1: That's correct.
0: Okay, so nothing is hidden, everything that... Somebody would need to know about how the county government is funded and where that money goes is all available.
1: That's correct. Okay.
0: Very good. Very important, I think. Yes. Typically, when does the Board of Supervisors vote on the proposed budget?
1: This year for this cycle, the board is scheduled to adopt the budget on May the 12th. Okay. Um, That meeting would be at 5 p.m., also in Building F at the Government Center Complex. Okay.
0: I'm going to put you on the spot here. What would you say would be one thing that you wish people understood about the budget process that they may not?
1: That's a great question. Uh, I would say one of the things I typically hear um, just when I'm discussing you know, the budget in general terms with friends and family and just the public as I see folks out and about, mm-hmm. I think there's a perception that we do a revenue forecast and then we figure out ways to spend it. But typically the way it works, you know, we're requesting the departments to tell us what it is they need to do their job. And the vast majority of what we do is mandated. Those, expenditures or that need, unfortunately, is always greater than the revenue. Um, And that's really where our job comes into play in in trying to do more with less and make sure that we're providing good services to the citizens and meeting the mandates, but also being fiscally responsible.
0: Very important. All right, Sharon, thank you so much for catching us up on how the whole process works. Absolutely. now, as you know, I have to ask you a few fun (laughs) questions. (laughs) Are you game? I'm game. Okay. First question. If money was no object, and this is for Sharon as a person, not as in the county. Okay. But if money was no object, what would you do all day?
1: Oh, gosh. Another really good question. What would I do all day? Mm-hmm. Um I would definitely want to do something in service to others. Okay. Um, Now, whether that would be children, animals, I'm a huge animal lover. Okay. Uh, Might would want to do something there. I have a good friend who rescues animals in the wild. Mm -hmm. I've always thought that's really cool. I think it takes a tough person to do that. Yes. So, um, but something along those lines. Okay.
0: Very good. But still in service.
1: Yes. Very good. Definitely.
0: All right. What is your favorite holiday?
1: My favorite holiday, ooh, probably Thanksgiving. Okay, why? Yes. Um, I like Thanksgiving because you don't have the pressure of, of buying gifts and, and maybe the stress that comes along with that at times. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for our family, it's really just about getting together, spending a few hours together, having a good meal, and just, it's very lighthearted. Um, we all bring something, so it's not too much on any one person, and everyone dives in to help clean and, mm-hmm. and do all that good stuff. So it's par- that's probably my favorite.
0: I am right with you. It is <laughs> absolutely my favorite holiday. But one day, I would like a future podcast guest to say, you know, Arbor Day. I really love <laughs> some Arbor
1: Day.
0: Nobody has ever said that, but I still have hope.
1: That would be a good one. Wouldn't it? Yes. Well,
0: Sharon, that's all I have. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And we can't wait to see the proposed budget and where we go from there. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment to go online and subscribe to the podcast. That way you will be sure to never miss an episode. Also, take a moment to go to our website. We're at jamescitycountyva.gov podcast. And while there, you're going to be able to find a form where you can give us feedback. Let us know if you have any show ideas, guest ideas. We would love to hear from you. So again, thank you so much. And we will talk with you next week.